0: Hey, besties. It's Everything's Not Fine. Hello, friends. <laughs> yeah, we're back. I was trying to make it fancy. I put I put some shoulder in it, but you can't see. You can't see it. Darn it. You can feel the shoulder vibes, though. Can you? Yes. Hello. 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 We're back. And for yeah. those of you who are new here, welcome. This is I I decided and I'm not sure if Nicole's on board or not and I don't care because I decided that this was going to be our show reboot. Every time I say it, she has never disagreed with me, so I'm I'm
1: going <laughs> going with it. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I <laughs> kind I've kind of gone back and forth between reboot, reboot, recap, re you know. Yes. all of, That's great. Keep
0: the whistle in there for sure.
1: <laughs> Sometimes words aren't enough. And you need sounds instead. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give like a short little. Uh, I don't know what it is. Um, about our show. Because it's been a minute since we were here. And also we're having a sort of a revamp. For those of you who have been here for the last two and a half years and seen a lot of changes and a lot of times me saying, we're changing things. Thank you for staying and um, being patient as we grow into this place. Um, This time starting fresh for me feels um, big. It feels like a big new space for me and so I wanted how I go into the show and approach all of it to to be new so that's why some of this may seem like oh I know all of this or I've I know you I don't need you to tell me this too bad you're on this roller coaster with us welcome
1: (laughs) I was going to make a joke about how you decided you needed a different co-host, but her new, the new person is also named Nicole because (laughs) that's how I like to roll. I can't, I like to keep it confusing.
0: I was talking. Oh my God. We're already on tangents. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. (laughs) I was talking to someone who obviously hasn't listened to the show in a little while and, or sporadically does. And anyway, they were like, I was talking about Nicole, da da da, and then I was, I was like, and the original Nicole, and he was like, wait, there's two Nicoles. you're, it's not, it's not Nicole, and I was like, no, Goofy, it's, <laughs> it's a new Nicole. Clearly, you're not listening. Um anyway. <laughs> yeah. So funny, funny. No, there. Was I know. One I'm one sorry.
1: <laughs> there
0: will be no Nicole part three. <laughs> At this
1: juncture, unless I find another Nicole I like better. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the world is not ready for another Nicole. I think I think Nicole Gonzalez and I are probably plenty. I mean, I know there are other Nicole's that exist, but in in uh, the not kind in of my space, world. Yeah. Yes. yes. The world is not ready for such things.
0: No. Oh, but that would be fun. Anyway, let's get on track, Nicole. I know, I apologize. I digressed. It was all me, but thanks. Um, okay. So here's how it's going to go. I'm going to give a little recap, not a recap, like the evolution of the everything's not fine podcast. And then Nicole, I almost called you Beerman. That's so funny. Whoa! (laughs) That's a blast from the past. Beerman Allen and I are going to give you a little bit of a personal recap of our lives since birth. And that'll be fun. Just kidding. And and then I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be spectacular. So get yourselves ready. Gird your loins. Here we go. I love it. (laughs) the everything's not fine podcast was born in a time of turmoil um kidding it was though so I decided I was going to start a podcast like I had been a guest host on a couple of podcasts and not a guest host a guest and I just like something in me was like "Ooh, I like this um I was a blogger way back in the day, a mommy blogger. That was super fun for me and just kind of a connection to life. And um, I really liked that dynamic, but it had been a long time. And so I wanted to do something fresh and podcasts were becoming the thing. So this was like in mm, late January, early February of the year 2020. So you may remember that in late February, early March, 2020, our world turned upside down. And um, at the time, the podcast was just in the works, like developmentally. um, I had a concept. I had a name. Everything's not fine. Because I walked around in life going, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Like that meme. But like literally that was my (laughs) like trying to hold my shit together mantra of life. It's fine, guys. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So um, I realized like everything is not fine. Um, But that's totally okay. Because that's life. And that's where the name came from. So... Um, I had been searching for a podcast co-host, um, went through all sorts of avenues to try to find someone and two people came to mind over and over again. Both of them happened to be called Nicole. Imagine that. Hmm. Um, so there is my friend, Nicole Allen, who is here today. And, um, we have been friends for 26 years. And Well, we have known <gasps> one another for 26 years. Yeah. Try to digest that for a moment. Whew, wow. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. So um, she came to mind, but at the time it was like, mm, that's not really where what I'm feeling right now. Like we know too much about each other. Our lives are too intertwined. I want this to be like two people from different, like stages and phases of life coming together and, you know, doing a thing. And so the other was my other friend, Nicole, who I've also known 20 years, but at the time I hadn't spoken to really regularly or been close to for like 15 years. So I reached out to her. She was all in. It was very exciting. It was COVID. We were locked down. So it was like, sure. What else could we do? This is amazing. Exactly. So we spent about a year doing this podcast together. She is lovely and wonderful. And um, we were a good balance in that we have very different um, views of life in some ways. She had littles. I have teens. Like all of the things. And that was a really fun time. To do a podcast with her and then all of a sudden, like as life started opening back up, she has a whole gaggle of children um, who are very active and she was homeschooling them and there was so much and it just wasn't practical for us to continue. Um, In that time, Nicole Allen had been a co-host on or a guest host on the show a couple of times and it was wonderful. And so she was kind of stepping in and our dynamic just clicked. And and when Nicole Gonzalez had to step away to handle life, you were there. And the feel of the show changed a little bit. We got a little more serious mm-hmm. about some things, um, talking serious things more. I kind of gone into a more serious time of life. I started therapy. So we talked a lot about that and like just the process of all of those things. We've always talked about my kids and where their lives were at, just all kinds of things. And you as well. Here's the thing. We're middle-aged women. Try not to throw up when you say that. Seriously. Thank you. Who are like in this new stage of life and, figuring it out. And so the thing I love about this show is, and what I always wanted a podcast to be was eavesdropping on two friends lives. Like we sit down to brunch and chit chat for a few minutes. How's the kids? How's the husband? How's the whatever? And then I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you, but I don't know about most people, when I sit down to brunch with people, it's like, hey, hey, how you doing? How's it been? Da, da, da. Dive in like, yeah, whoosh, here's how life is going. Here's my struggle. Here's my success. Like, here's the meat of my life. And it's one of the things that I love about, like, going to brunch with someone or, you know, meeting for coffee or, you know. My new favorite thing is lying on the hammocks under my tree in my backyard, and Nicole can't do that because she has intense motion sickness. So
1: I can can sit.
0: I just don't. I don't sway. Yeah, she she lies in the hammock and holds her hands to the ground to make sure there's no (laughs) movement whatsoever.
1: It's so (laughs) pathetic, but it's true.
0: No, like, but really that is just my favorite thing in life is doing that with the people that I love or the people I'm, you know, surrounded by and want to be in my life. So that has been my goal from the start of this podcast is to provide that to other people, but to give a like little, I literally imagine the people listening to our show um, sitting in the booth next to us at the brunchanette. And just, like, being so fascinated by our conversation that they can't even talk to each other because they want to hear all the dirt of our lives. (laughs) Or jump in, too. Yeah. Yes. Or be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that is my dream. Like, to be in a public place and someone next to me be like, I'm really sorry, but I can't help but overhear your conversation. And, oh, my gosh, me, too.
1: Or whatever. Yes. Yes. So, okay, because as most of you know, I am a hairdresser. That actually happens at the salon all the time and it's hilarious because, yeah. you know, you'll be talking with your, like, client, I will be, and then we'll, you know, before you know it, if it's really juicy or really funny or w- really whatever, you will get the people like, oh my God, I know I was just kind of eavesdropping, but also I had <laughs> to add it in and it's like the ultimate of, like, what you imagine, right? Yes. At the, like... It's, it's amazing.
0: Yes. And I truly feel like it's the power of women. Like womanhood is this, and we'll get into this in many more um, episodes because I am totally about like women loving and supporting and drawing in other women and providing strength for one another. And um, that's what I love about like those situations in the salon chair at a restaurant or whatever is like solidarity like yep. just connecting and being like oh me too or I don't totally get that but gosh you're a good mom like yes yes I see you and you've got this or you know whatever and so that to me will always be the core of this podcast and it may look Different Some weeks, some weeks we may invite another friend and it's a three-person um, conversation that you're listening into or whatever. But yeah. um, always, always, always. And that's why I want to call this a reboot because I feel like there have been times where I became focused on like trying to appeal to the masses, like how do we make this universal for everyone? So everyone can relate or everyone knows what we're talking about. Well, that's just not possible. And so during this extended time that we've had away from the show, um, I think both Nicole and I, I won't speak for you, but um, you could add to it, but we both kind of did some soul searching of what do we want to provide here? Why are we doing this? And, um, that's what I just keep coming back to is we're just here being two gals talking about our lives um, and providing insight in whatever we're going through. um, But also just strength and love and encouragement to whatever you're going through as a listener, as a friend,
1: whatever. Exactly. And I think for me, it was also uh, the temptation to want to make, what we're talking about fit for so many people. Yes. And sort of, and, it, and it all, honestly, it's like it was almost backwards yeah. in my mind. Like we were trying to make it fit for people. Whereas mm-hmm. the reality is if we show up in vulnerability and being honest and genuine, then people will get what they want out of it. Yeah. Right? Like you will relate whether you ha- you're in that situation or not. There's parts of it that you relate to. And I don't have to try to make it relatable. It just is or it isn't. Like, yes. And allowing it to just kind of land where it does yes. instead of trying to be everything to everybody, which yes. then ends up being very watered down in its nature, yes. right? Like it just becomes this like, whoa, Yeah. kind of identity crisis a little bit.
0: Yes,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Which totally makes sense why the last – you know, a couple of months of our previous episodes felt like an
1: identity crisis because I was going through an identity crisis. So. <laughs> for sure. And so much was transitioning. I mean, yes. my God, so much was happening that I have to be honest, I'm grateful that we didn't start until now. I oh really, gosh. we even talked about starting in September and I just had this like, I don't, I don't think I'm quite ready for that yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean,
0: our brains are swirling. We are still living life. Like we are, Mm -hmm. and and we are both in places of life where, like you said, there's tons of transition. There's tons of happening. Even still, um, we did not have the bandwidth in our brains and souls to do this. And so um, anyway, all that to say, thanks for, like I said, sticking around during the process as we have kind of found our way back to the core of why we are here and oh I'm so excited yeah so we are just for those of you who are used to us putting out a show every week we are changing it up we're going to do every two weeks Mm -hmm. um just so Nicole and I have something to talk about
1: No. Yeah. I think it, it honestly, in some ways, yes. Um, you know, content wise, but also just for the sake of being able to be more consistent. Yes. Right. Like that it was a big, it was a lot to, to bite off, to try to do it every week. And, um, as we are still in the thick of real life. So having it be every two weeks felt, feels like it's a little more manageable, a little more intentional. Yes. Um, you know, we also don't have a lot of interest in just putting out shows that are like, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to do? You know, <laughs> it, we wanted to have some content and feel like you didn't just waste an hour of your life. That you yes. feel like there was something encouraging or challenging or just something that speaks to you. Yes. Um, in it. So. Absolutely.
0: So in light of all of that, it is time to like catch you all up on where we are in our lives. So I do want to keep in mind that we want people to be able to start listening from this episode and not have to go back and like listen to catch up. So for some of you, some of this may be things you already know, but I would say listen carefully because Nicole and I are both on such a journey that we are ever evolving. And so you don't know what you might not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> we are mysterious women. Um, so I'll go first just to kind of give a catch up. I have had so much life happen in the past few months. So, um, okay. But I'm going to start a little bit from the beginning. My name is Kelly Budnick. I haven't even said that yet. So, that's who I am. I am a 45. Next week, I will be 46-year-old mom of two. Uh, both my kids are neurodivergent. I have a son who's autistic. He's 17. I have a daughter who has uh, mental health diagnoses, if you will, that she's working through her um, mental health concerns are trauma-based which means that's not actually brain chemically caused but it's uh, the result of how her brain changed over time due to severe trauma as a child Um, and she is a strong warrior woman who is just amazing she's 19 Um, and my son also just a an incredible young man who is learning how to live life with autism as a young, um, not young adult so much, but an older teen. And that is a whole new ball of wax that my family is, um, just learning to walk through with him and,
1: um, and kind of ever evolving, right? Like as he grows, there's more new facets.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We got really good at, um, you know, being a family with an autistic kid. Mm -hmm. Like we had all the tricks and we had all the things that made life, you know, pretty no big deal. And uh, we lived in a place that he had lived in since he was in kindergarten, a town that we had lived in since he was in kindergarten. So everything was familiar. And, um, you know, then. And I'll talk about this in a second, but we moved to uh, across the state from Western Washington to the Spokane area in Eastern Washington. So um, high disruption of everything you've ever known, which is not lovely for an autistic person. So we are, you know, between puberty and growing up and all the things that are different uh, on the spectrum as an adult person versus a child. Um, then, also, you know, your life just got turned upside down. So, um, we'll have lots to to explore with that in future days, but as I was saying, my kids are just incredible beings, and I am just so grateful and fortunate to be their moms, their moms, their their mother, anyhow., <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I'm also married to a man named Jim. Who, uh, in November, we will be celebrating our twentieth wedding anniversary. Amazing.
1: Holy mother!
0: Um, and he is just the love of my life, and we're disgusting, and most people hate us because we're so in love. And sorry, not sorry. That's all I got. Absolutely no way.
1: <laughs> we love it.
0: Um. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. My history, my life, bio. As far as like the people in my life, I, me personally, Kelly Lee Budnick, am a, (laughs) I am a wandering soul. I am a woman who has lived a lot of lives in my lifetime. Um, I also had very severe, uh, trauma as a child, abusive parents, um, In a lot of ways. And then grew to be a young adult. I entered a cult. Which Nicole and I met at eventually. Mm -hmm. And we will have lots of stories about that. For those of you who love the cult stories. They will probably never end. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And um, obviously endured a lot of trauma during that time of my life. But I did meet my husband there. And we married, had our children. Um, And my identity went from being a person who had no identity to a person whose identity was uh, shaped by a cult. And I was given my identity there to being a wife and mother after we left the cult. Um, And that was my identity to cut to a couple of years ago of realizing I have no idea who I am and I am a severely traumatized woman who is going to recreate the cycle of trauma for my children and grandchildren if I don't figure this out. Um so thus began a some people hate the word journey, but it really is just the best description. Thus began a journey for me of healing first of all. Um finding me and being incredibly surprised by who that woman is and what my interests are and, um, having such a strong religious background and not having that be a part of my life anymore, but having a very strong spiritual, um, foundation that looks very different than what I ever imagined. Um, That's where I am now. And I'm still discovering all of that and learning Mm -hmm. all of the time. So these are the things that you will hear about from my life as we go forward, plus so many other things. But Mm -hmm. that's me. And fortunately, when we moved across the state to Spokane, I get to be in the same place as my dear friend. And so we still record this separately in our own homes for so many reasons, but mostly because
1: pants are yes. not required in this way. I, I still love that. Yeah. <laughs> the stretchy pants and not needing to put a bra on if you don't want to is kind of great. All of this. All of this is what we love.
0: Yeah. Okay, Nicole Bearman Allen. <laughs> I
1: don't I know why. Today you were Beerman. That is hysterical. We have been married for 22 years, so I have not been Beerman forever. But side note, hilariously, I was with Roz last night. We were filling out like a FAFSA. Or FAFSA oh, lordy. Is, right? For college, for next year, because you got to, you know, do that come October um, for the following year. And so before, you know, it's set, setting passwords and whatever, then it says, like prompts so that if you don't remember your thing, you can put in information. Well, one of them was mom's maiden name. Yeah. And she's like, oh, easy, bearman. And so I was like, uh-huh. I'd like you to spell that for me first. <laughs> she couldn't do it for jack shit. And so I was like, yeah, no, we're not picking that prompt because <laughs> that's, it's going to be a trick question, which another prompt was, who was the first um, person that you kissed? or first um, boyfriend, girlfriend, and she's like, trick question, because Roz has not dated anyone yet. And so <laughs> we were giggling quite, quite. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it was quite hilarious between the like, um you know, spelling bee and the like trick question of who have you kissed? Um, we had some good laughs. So anyway, as I said, I am married to a man also, uh Aaron, who we also met at uh back in cult days. And uh got married and fun fact on the day of our wedding is when said <laughs> cult blew up, which we were not a part of that um blowing up because we were in blissful like getting married land. Honey, but um, <laughs> Yeah, we couldn't figure out why, like, the leaders of the cult were being super weird, but we were like, whatever, we don't care. We're finally going to, like, be able to touch each other and stuff. <laughs> Which, you can away, to yourself. Right, right. Hilariously. We were at the lake this summer, just side note. And Erin, we'd had a few drinks and we were just relaxing. And it was with the family and some another um, family of our uh, good friends. And Aaron's like, looks up, he's in the water and I'm on the dock. And he's like, looking good, Beerman. You want to like court me and like not touch for a year and stuff? (laughs) And we just all died laughing. Like it was so funny. Such a weird way to do things. But what else? It worked for us. That's right. Um, So anyway, so married to Aaron. It's been 22 years. We have three kids. Um, they are a little bit older, um, and like older teens, similar with Kel. Uh, let's see. First, Aaron is a teacher. Um, he teaches middle school of old things, which most people are like, dear God, why? And he freaking loves it. Like God bless him. Jesus. I know. It's amazing. I mean, that's what we need is people that are all in on that, but he really does. It's, it's hilarious. So that's amazing. I am a hairdresser. Uh, as I had said earlier, I've been doing that for 10 years. I went back to school when my kids all got into school. So yeah. And I was like in my early thirties when I went back. So that is that, uh, okay. Three kids. My oldest is 21, Jay Who He is um, in college. He's about halfway. He's a junior this year in college. Uh, he has just recently engaged. So that's new. Yay. Yay. Yes. To his longtime girlfriend and high school sweetheart, Taya, who they've been together for like four years and um, we are just so in love. We love her. It's been something that's been able to grow slow and natural. And so honestly, for our family, we felt like we've been a family of six for a little while. And so um, them getting engaged actually felt really natural, even though they are young in age, they, um, it's just really beautiful. So oh, they're precious. They're just, they precious. really, They are, and they're, you know, growing people, which I love. Like, they are, you know, we're always, you know, progressing and working on communication and growing friendships, and I don't know, it's just, it's really, it sounds stupid to say, but it's been an honor to observe that process. Mm -hmm. So, we'll talk more about that, but it's super fun, um, because now we're, like, planning a wedding and stuff. (laughs) Which is so wild. And um, yeah. I would End just like side- to say, side note, Nicole and I
0: basically have tried to come up with a plan of how we can tell Taya, sorry, this is our wedding. We're going to plan it. You can just show up. <laughs> but
1: somehow that doesn't feel right.
0: So It just
1: doesn't quite feel right. But she did just say yesterday, it was very sweet. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I don't have to do this alone and that we have like people that are helping and that can help because I just can't imagine trying to be a full time student and full time work and do this by myself. Like that would just be so insane. And so, so great, yeah, super duper sweet. And I was I was chuckling as you were talking about you know therapy and all of this. Taya is a psychology major and she wants to be a counselor. And so I was um, and has done a lot of personal work in her own life because she also has had a lot of like childhood trauma and things like that. And so we're just super um, impressed with her. and proud of her of how much work she's done, but she also wants to be able to kind of pay it forward and help other people. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's super cool, but I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, the universe really must know what I need because I'm like surrounded by people that are (laughs) like, Doing therapy and like are gonna be therapists and like have all these like really insightful like thoughts and perspectives. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm paying attention. <laughs>
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> so that has been, yeah, hilarious and wonderful. And then there's Ross, who is my high school senior, and she is also my theater girl. So she is all in an all things theater. She is consistently practicing, you know, you hear her singing random things like power singing. And then, you know, like going into script or whatever at different times throughout the evening. And, uh, it's, it's hilarious. Every once in a while, Aaron and I will just look at each other like, Oh, <laughs> it won't <laughs> always be like this, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's super sweet. She's just, hilarious and fun and amazing. And um, actually she got early acceptance for central Washington university for next year. So she already kind of has an idea of what she, where she's headed after this. And that's super exciting. And the Allens don't do anything halfway. So, you know, both the wedding and the moving to college all happens within like four days of each other. So, yeah,
0: I mean, just, you know, go ahead and rip your heart out all at once. It's fine. It's <laughs>
1: Rip it out, take it all. Here's all my money and then some. And you know, (laughs) it's totally fine. So, hence, we really do fit in the like everything's not fine. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Figure it out. So, if I'm drunk a lot in September, you'll know (laughs) why. (laughs) It's fine. You have 11 months to build up your liver. That's right. right. Yeah. It'll be just, it'll be just fine. Uh, and then of course we still have Noah and he is a junior. So he's only one year behind Roz, uh, in high school. He's a, you know, baseball guy. He's a video game guy. He's a, certainly right now also like a weightlifting guy. Oh. So he's feeling himself yes. in all of those kind of ways. And, Lovely. um, yeah, he he does not like feeling pushed or being treated like a kid. So that Mm -hmm. is our, our current. And then he also hilariously recently discovered the word melancholy and feels that on a deep level. (laughs) Oh, of course he does. He's such a feeler. He is such a feeler. So we were talking about, um, I have to look it up because it was so funny. We said, we were talking about personalities. I'm also a big fan and studier of the Enneagram So we were um, talking about Noah and he was like, you know, ask me questions. And so we're asking him questions. And then um, as we're doing that, we're reading about his personality. And I laughed so hard because part of it said, um, you know, fours will feel uh, a pension, not towards just deep sadness, but more just a general sense of melancholy and of course, then it leads to, well, what what is Mel- melancholy again? And we look it up and it says, the feeling of pensive sadness, but typically with no obvious cause. <laughs> and, and we were dying. We're like, yeah. And Noah just looks and he has this like wide eyed, like, oh my God, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> so he just was like, Oh, I've never felt so seen. I feel like they're just like reading my life. <laughs> so, and it should
0: definitely not be misconstrued as depression because it is definitely not that. It is no. like this amazing, wonderful, deep feeling and sad. No. I don't know that sadness is like, for me, for no, obviously I don't see him every day or in every situation, but like
1: it's like a joyful sadness. <laughs> yeah, he actually was defining, he was saying about himself, he's like, I'm like a happy melancholy. Yes. Like, he's like, I do, feel, I don't feel like I'm just like down all the time, but he can be sure. like, this is trash, which some of that's just teenagehood. <laughs> yes. But like, you know, I mean, he can just be in this like, why don't, doesn't everyone feel this deeply about this? Yeah. Oh my God
0: i love it so much wow honey so. and it's also mixed with a healthy level of spiciness so oh, jesus yes
1: absolutely. <laughs> everybody, should,
0: everybody should know noah because it's i mean everybody should know all of our children because they yes, each of them are they're so all magical wonderful people but noah mm-hmm. i always have a soft spot for the bad kids and <laughs> Not that Noah's a bad kid, he is not, but no, he's
1: spicy. He is and, spicy, and he will say the shocking thing. Oh, and, that's my favorite thing about and him. it is hysterical. And he will he will swear without abandon, with just yeah. total abandon. So yes, it's it's hilarious. I occasionally have to remind him that he's making my heart dark if it's in front of certain people. But you know, at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. <laughs> just it is what it is fantastic yeah the other thing I did want to give a quick update on is last time we talked and we did this my mother-in-law was living with us yes and she is um for anybody that knows her she is so incredible she is just wonderful easy to love um sweet and uh she had been living with us because her marriage of 50 plus years ended Oh. and uh it has been a, a lot it's been a lot for all of us uh, mm-hmm. obviously her first and foremost but um it has been a whirlwind of a time and mm-hmm. so as that was all kind of happening and all of the steps as all of us know with divorce just in general you know we're talking about dissolving the life that you built mm-hmm. together and Um, they had sold their house and she had an idea of where she was going to live. Um, and it's in these cool, like apartments. That's like a 62 and over, you know, Mm -hmm. basically no kids, um, Mm -hmm. complex, but it was still being built. So in that interim time, uh, between when they had kind of signed around a deal to have the house be sold. And when this place was finished, she moved in with us, um, which was, just necessary for kind of you know all of the processing she was doing and everything yeah. she was going through um we just wanted her to feel obviously just enveloped in love and safe and um that it was going to be okay
0: yeah
1: no matter what and uh she just did a ton of processing as as we all did yeah. and still are but um it was just a good time to be together and just kind of care about each other and, and uh, be in that. And then in the middle of that, she also ended up having surgery. So we were glad that she came home to people
0: because
1: dear God help us. If she went was to go home alone, it would have just been way more challenging. So um, our family is definitely really rallied around her and she has really just done so much deep work and, um, Mm -hmm it's been so impressive and amazing to watch her embrace vulnerability and just this ability to like not quit. And just to say like, this is not going to be how my story ends. This is not going to be the end. Um, and I'm not just going to like wither up mm-hmm. and just be done, you know, um, which has been I mean, that's so inspiring to watch anybody in the middle of that, right? Like when they are just committed to continuing to grow and heal and all of those things. So,
0: um,
1: I think, you know, obviously she's in her seventies, like that's probably going to happen that, that, that processing and all of that, that's going to be forever, right? The rest of her life, which hopefully we're all doing on some level, but, um, yeah, we've been really it it was a privilege to be able to have her uh but also anytime someone else is in your space especially another adult it changes things. You feel off-kilter. Yeah. So around the end of that towards, you know, midsummer, end of summer, Erin and I occasionally would just look at each other and say like we're okay. Right. Like <laughs> we're Right. Because <laughs> like, there was just sort of this, uh, you know, you're just kind of getting through, you're just doing what needs to be done. Yeah. Um, and so it was just good to kind of go like, yeah, I think it's just the practical, right. It's just the, everything's, you know, in this weird period of time and it's fine, but it was good to just kind of keep checking in. And once we moved her in, Uh, to her new place, which obviously all of this has had so much support with our, my brother-in-law and his family as well. Like we've really been able to be in it together, which was amazing. And our amazing friends. I mean, she was with us and people, you know, we'd do stuff, we'd go to dinner, they'd come over or hang out and they'd visit with her. And Mm -hmm. she just loved all of that. Like she felt so filled up with love and care from all of, all of our people too. So it was super special and fun,
0: yeah.
1: um, for her in that way. And, and then we got her moved out and I literally slept for nine hours straight the first <laughs> night, which I had not done for probably five months. Yeah. So clearly my whole, everything was like, it's time, girlfriend. You got to like, who let yes. down a little bit. Yes. So it has been lovely. To have that a little more settled. Yes. To have her in a good space. And for us to have a little more reclaiming of our just normal. A little bit of normal. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the big update on the Allens. I love it. The Allens (laughs) are doing good. We going to be all right, man. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, a lot of... Oh this
0: last year for you guys has been a lot. I mean if people have listened, you know, they've heard the process from the beginning before you were saying who was having yeah. um you know things going on and trying to figure out and navigating um you know 50 years together is a is a lot and and children and families and you know yeah. close families And so you guys have, have all gone through it this last year, but, um, it's so amazing to see just the love between your family and, um, your mother-in-law, just what you, you said she is sweet. And that is like the perfect description of just like, just the sweetest lady. We were, um, I was with you, I was at the salon the other day, Jordan was getting his hair cut and she popped in and she, I just like lit up seeing her. There's just such a quality about her that is so loving and I'm so glad that she got to be surrounded by the love that she was during that time. And I'm sure it has has made a huge difference of how she's processed and moved forward, but anyhow just hard hard time but also there's there's beauty in the hardness when there's love there you know and
1: yeah yeah that's a good that's a good way to say it and sort of a, uh, you know lest you think that everyone else right it's easy to look at somebody else's life and go like oh my god it's just like oh this great thing and that great thing mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. and you know what there's always hard shit like, you just kind of never know what is going on with oh, someone. And, um, and it's not going to be the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's everybody's stuff is different. And early when all of that was going on, I did feel the need to protect um, just based on where they were at That's and sure. you know, people didn't know and all of that kind of stuff. Um, this year, I definitely, not that I'm, it's going to be, you know, a vomit fest at all, but I definitely feel like it's at a space now where we can be a lot more just open about,
0: yeah, um,
1: sure. kind of the process and, um, just sort of where it's at and kind of what that's all like, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it's certainly, if we're honest, I mean, it's not that it's unheard of, but it's certainly not typical, right? you know, at this phase of life to have that. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, there's a lot there yeah. and there's a lot of facets. And, um, I will say too, I'm sure there will be lots of other, um, little mentionings over the time, but like things, big events, like a wedding also brings up, how do we handle yes. that dynamic? Yeah. How do we do with, you know, different ones and uh, integrating and and all of that and what a weird thing to even be thinking about you know yeah. in one aspect like man couldn't have called that one <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah so
0: yep well and and that, that just goes back to what we were saying earlier like we're committed to talking about all of it And of course, we are always going to protect our loved ones, um, privacy and, you know, processes. And, um, that's very important, but also life affects us and, and we have to talk about how things are affecting us, even if we're not telling the whole story. Um, you know, that's, (sighs) We will talk about this at length, I'm sure at another time, but part of um what has been going on with me and the the uh studying and things that I've been doing, um kind of part of my healing, but also uh, part of my purpose um in this world, um, I've been studying shamanism, and one of the core um principles or tenets or whatever of shamanism is we heal ourselves in order to heal others. And, um, you know, I obviously have spent the last couple of years really determined to find healing for myself. And as I'm getting further down this road of healing, um, it's so beautiful and wonderful for me to see how just my healing is helping to bring healing to others. Like just people observing me and being like, wow, what are you Doing or feeling inspired or challenged to, like, go to therapy or go, you know, dig into their own lives or whatever. And I don't say this in an arrogant sort of way. Um, But I do say it with kind of a, I'm proud of me. Like, it is okay to be proud of yourself. It is okay to be like, damn, I'm doing the work and there's good things coming from it, not just for me. And um, what was my point? We share our stuff. Oh, in healing, really, we can't fully heal if we're keeping things in the dark. Now, that may not mean talking to hundreds of people about it on a podcast or whatever. That looks different for everyone. But you and I just happen to be at a place where that's something that we feel like is part of what we're on this earth to do is to be real and to talk about things. Yeah. And um, because in my experience, my talking about my things and my being open about my healing process or what is going on is very healing to other people. And for a long time for me... Um, that felt very self-indulgent and like, who do I think I am, but I've really gotten to a place of knowing, like, if, if that is my purpose on this earth, that it's not arrogant for me to think that way. No. And also what's wrong with a little arrogance? Like (laughs) we can all stand to be a little more proud of ourselves and a little more self-celebratory. Now that may not actually be arrogance, but a lot of people look at it and see it as arrogance when we do that. And so,
1: yeah, I think that's the thing though that keeps—and I don't want to say just women, but I do think that women especially, for sure, um, from wanting to be like talk about their successes or their celebrations. Um, the things that they, you know, feel like they've just kind of gotten through or done or whatever um, is because of that. Like, I don't want people to think I just think I'm so amazing or I don't want to be arrogant or whatever. But the truth is, it's not just okay to be proud of yourself. You should be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful. And I think other women seeing women and our kids and others that. To see someone that has worked their butt off and gotten through something and has made it to the other side and can take a little moment to feel really proud of themselves and to acknowledge that is like leading the way, right? You're not just, it's not just about you. It's saying, this is a way that I think is important to live and, um, And it's not about the specific thing even. It's just about like, yes, you have worked your ass off. You have done the hard work Mm -hmm. to be a person that you're proud of, to be a more free person, to be, you know, finding more and discovering more about who you are, or, you know, you've been vulnerable in the midst of it and look at how much you've grown. Like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And we need that. I think we all need that. It's inspiring. It it inspires of like, Hey, if they can do it, maybe I can too. But also it's like, you know, and I am kind of proud of myself, you know, <laughs> like, it, I think there's things that we can all look and go, man, I'm proud of that. Right. Yeah. Or our kids and say like, man, that was not an easy road. And I am proud of where they're at. And that they are making strides or making, you know, these important life decisions or yeah. whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I think you're right. I think that's something that we both feel like is part of who we're made to be, mm-hmm. you know, is yeah. to be vulnerable and um, open about those kinds of things in the midst of the hard stuff and, and I'll alter out it, you know? Yeah. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It's exciting.
0: Oh, <sighs> it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. And it's it's not to say life is perfect and rosy, because it is so not. I mean, I could sit and talk about the challenges going on around here for the solid hour that we are recording, I could list them out for you. But um, I, that one of the things that is a big gift to me is I have learned to see the beauty in the heart stuff. Like, mm. we don't grow, we don't dig deep as humans. Like, we're just not wired to do that without some reason. And unfortunately, that reason generally is the hard stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is.
0: So um, I, I have become an addict for the hard stuff, like, because I know how beautiful it's going to be on the other side. But at the same time, I get at now after the process for however long it's been going on. I also have such joy in celebrating, like even in the middle of it, like I'm getting to that point. I'm not, listen, I'm not the monk at the top of the mountain. Like I have not ascended to this place yet, (laughs) but I do. I have a different perspective, probably even than the last time we recorded like a a different way of feeling and seeing life because I'm, I've gotten to the point where I've dug through enough of the murk and the mire and the yuck to be able to see some of the light and the beauty and the joy. And that's a really cool thing. Like that's one thing that I'm excited to just, as we talk about things, as we go forward, like there's toxic positivity, which is just ignoring what's going on and pretending like it's not there and being positive. And then there's like joy in the turmoil almost. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I will be your resident joy in the turmoil most of the time. I cannot come, I cannot commit myself to being that way all the time. Probably sometimes I will show up swearing and
1: crying and screaming and devastated. I, yeah. I, I just think like, wow, I'm impressed. That's that. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little harder on the joy in the midst, but it is important. It is one thing that Aaron, when everything was really intense with his parents mm-hmm. and I just was in the dumpster, like I just was like, life is a dumpster fire and everything <laughs> is garbage. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he was like, babe, there are amazing things happening at the very same time and yeah. you are missing it if mm. all you can do is look at this really intense hard shit. And it does not mean that that is not really intense or super fucked up. Yeah. Like exactly. And and that was such for me. It was such a good reminder of being able to hold both right? Like yep. this part, this over here, yeah, it's really fucked up. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really a lot. And I don't know what to do with it. And I kind of just want to, whatever, like just close the door, right? It's a, it's my, it's my chaos closet and I'm just going to shut <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Um, But you know, At the same time, I can't just stare at that. I can't just focus on only that. I think it's important to be able to look around and celebrate the things that are positive that are happening or little successes or things in other people's lives or whatever too, right? Like, like we all, I think it's important for all of us to be reminded of like life keeps moving forward and, and even this this too shall pass yes. one way or the other. It freaking <laughs> will, you yes. know? And sometimes it's about getting that different perspective. Like I was just thinking about stuff with our kids. Even there's some stuff that just feels like it can, in the middle of it when it's so hard, like, oh my God, how is it ever going to be better? And then to imagine like, maybe it's that we need to totally have a whole new idea of what success looks like or like Mm -hmm. a whole new idea of what that future path can be you know like as an example you know I think with you know the kids in college it's oh my god like I was up Jay who's about like he hadn't registered for classes and, and this there's other parts of this that I could share but like I was stressing out like oh my god you're engaged now and you have all these things and you you can't afford to like you know screw around and and like what happens if you don't you know go to school this quarter or yeah. whatever and and though I felt that deeply and there was parts of that that I had to work on in myself of codependence and things of like I can't care more than you do and I was feeling a fear of like I don't want you to have to pay negative consequences right to your own choices, but that also isn't mine to do right. Oh, yeah, which that's a whole other. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. Parenting <laughs> adults sucks sometimes, but <laughs> acts of humility all the freaking time. But the other part of it was also looking and, you know, talking to Aaron and he's like, babe, I graduated college at 26. It was not, I was not 23. Like, and look at our life. Like we have a fulfilled life. We are good. We're not behind an eight ball. Like even if he took multiple years off, like maybe that's the path that needs to happen Mm -hmm. and they're going to be fine. You know, maybe that's the lessons that he needs to learn in the midst of that. Like, so let it be what it's going to be, you know, on some level. And like, it doesn't have to look like this formula or it's all garbage, dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, or, or if it's, you know, like the path of high school, I have a ton of clients that, you know, their kids are super on the struggle and not really sure how that's going to go. And COVID has been a big bitch of a thing and all of it. And yet realizing, you know what, there's a lot of paths, man. There's, there's GED. There's, you know, just just like almost just like the whole change your mindset of expectation out of sort of traditional and go, wait, there's more than one way to get there. There's more than one way to, you know, find what's right for them and it does not have to be pulling freaking fingernails out of their (laughs) fingers every freaking day which is what it feels like sometimes you know like literally i feel like i like plucking eyelashes individually out of their (laughs) freaking eyes sometimes i'm like oh my god it's totally insanity (laughs) So, so i don't know i just there's there's been a it's been a good evolution in some ways for me at least mentally to kind of go wait is this one of those things that I need to just expand Mm
0: -hmm. the
1: possibilities
0: yeah yeah well and there's not one box that there's not one perfect box that box that is on the outside written success And in order to actually achieve that box, you have to fit inside of it perfectly. Like, Mm -hmm. that's bullshit. Yeah. It's just bullshit. And yes, it may take more time, more money, Mm -hmm. more blood, sweat, and tears, more all of the things that we never wanted our little tiny perfect babies to have to experience. Yeah you know what? Maybe that's the only way they learn what they need to learn to fit into the box of success, their box of success. That's right. Like, I feel that to the core of myself. However, it is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to try to accept and Mm -hmm. repeatedly tell myself, nope, I'm not going back there. I'm not going back to all of the anxiety that thinking that was their way to success like that was that not only what made them appear successful but what made me feel like i had done a good job i'm a right. good mom like right. fuck all that that it's the biggest bunch of baloney that i think as mothers especially well and fathers too i my husband just as much it's it's just as much of a struggle for both of us of like oh god we failed because they didn't fit in that box oh i'm a bad parent oh god we you know whatever like
1: yeah.
0: if we could take that out of the brains of parents this whole world would be a better place Oof. for real and we would stop perpetuating trauma over and over and over. <laughs> i mean that would be good too but you know whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh gosh see i just want to point out in this one hour and five minute conversation we have done all of the things of a perfect brunch date and yeah. whoever's listening got to eavesdrop. it's so great <laughs> i love it mission accomplished that's right. <laughs> good do you have anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, I think, I mean, I think there's other things certainly, but it's like, well, that'll be a whole tangent. Exactly. So. That'll be a whole episode. Yeah. This is a good, uh,
0: tiptoe back into the water episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's mm-hmm. so many
0: things we have to talk about. So many, just so many things. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you for being here. My friend, Nicole. Thank you for being here. Our friends of the universe. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's exciting. We appreciate you wanting to be a part. Those that are. And, uh, you know, it's good. It's going to be good. It is.
0: And as always, we love you. Yes. And you're not alone. That's right. We're in this shit show together. (laughs) you got this guys (laughs) got it see you in a couple weeks